Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here we go. Another episode of Offside Hockey Talk. We haven't been around for a little while. Lots of videos on TikTok and, of course, across the Twitter sphere, but not right here. Now we are back. want to pay homage to the ones who make this show possible. That is Boxing Rock Brewing Co. Check out their puck off, Lagerdale. It's the big beer for the big game. And, of course, our friends over at Fresh Prince hooking us up with the offside shirts. And, of course, the beautiful Scotian hat. Ladies and gentlemen, game five. Are you feeling alive? They were down 2 nothing, And, of course, yours truly did say to the group, that these guys would come back and win that game. Can't wait to talk to everybody. Get fired up. Got everybody over on TikTok. If you're on there, make sure you're pumping the likes. Let's get right to it. Here we go. One of the members of 6 and the 6 is here already. Let's add him to the stream. Sienna, what's going on? I just got back from putting the car in the shop. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Well, what was your reaction last night to the Toronto Maple Leafs coming back and winning that game Obviously, uh, shock and awe by everyone, but everybody seemed down after that first period. Thought it was going to be a repeat of game number three, but it wasn't. Or game number four, but it wasn't. Toronto Maple Leafs pull it out. So what was your reaction there? It was scary for sure. I didn't get to watch the full first period because I was playing my own game, but some of my teammates had the game on the bench. And I looked at it. I'm like, oh, great. We're down again. But then came home, started watching it. And then the boys started improving. And I was ecstatic. I'm like, finally, like some light. (laughs) It was amazing. Here's the big thing too, right? The Tampa Bay Lightning have never trailed twice or three times in a series on their two runs. Now they have done so to the Toronto Maple Leafs up until last night as well. The team who scored the first goal won. The team who had the lead obviously won. The leads never changed hands. Toronto rewrit the entire narrative last night and did it with the guys that Kyle Dubas said was his core four in Willie Nylander, John Tavares, Austin Matthews, and Mitch Marner. All of those guys factoring in on getting that done last night. What is your reaction to John Tavares this series so far? I want to ask you about the captain. A lot of people giving him heat and giving him grief. For me, I'm saying he's playing well defensively, doing small things away from the puck. And of course, he potted that goal last night. But up until then, I think he was still doing things to make himself useful for this team. Yeah, it might not have been on the ice, but, like, he's a good off-the-ice guy. Like, he's a great guy, great leader. So maybe he was doing stuff off the ice that could have helped the boys out as well, but his on-ice presence would have came later. No, definitely. Listen, what we're going to see here in game number six is we have to see pretty much what we see from the second period on for the Toronto Maple Leafs forward. Let's bring in another member here of this six-and-the-six crew, Make sure you follow them all as well on Twitter, TikTok, wherever they are. Great group. There he <laughs> is. The man with the reactions that go hey. on for hours, Mr. Chris Weigel. If you're not following him over on TikTok, make sure you get over there. But, of course, everyone here is also on Twitter. Pump up their profiles. These are the least fans you want to be around. Mr. Weigel, I was just asking Sienna. What do you think of John Tavares, his play, and what he's brought to this series even before the goal last night? A lot of people over on TikTok right now saying he's overpaid. Uh, I'm saying he's done well defensively. He's done well, you know, with the small minutiae things in the games. What do you think, Chris? 
I agree. I, I, I think that uh, John Tavares brings a lot of the intangibles that you hear about, you know, like he's, he's a good character guy. I'm sure he's great in the locker room, really good on face-offs and he's a workhorse. He's a workhorse guys. That goal where he set up Mitch Mar, I mean, where he set up Morgan Riley last night, that was, he was the hardest working player on the ice for that play. And John Tavares, that's what John Tavares does. He works hard. Now, I want to ask uh, Sienna, obviously, uh, being a goaltender of trade yourself, what did you think of Jack Campbell's game? And, Chris, I'll get your reaction to that in just a moment as well. In in which game? Uh, in game five. Obviously, game five is the one we're hyping up right yeah. now. <laughs> Everybody's pretty excited about that one. So, game five for sure. Uh, what was your opinion there? Um, Period one, I don't have too much to say. Didn't really see much because I didn't watch a lot. But period two, period three? He started bringing. He started bringing it. He started bringing it. I was proud of Soupy. I was proud of him. I'm like, there you go, representing the boys well, keeping us with the game. What about you, Chris? What do you What do you think of uh, Jack Campbell's game? Not only Andre, last night, but so far over the series. Uh, some people say, including Jeff Merrick, he's outplaying Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah, I believe he is outplaying Andre Vasilevsky. He has had some really good games. Um, last night, I I just have to hand it to him. Like, I feel like. That was a true, true gutsy performance. You give up two goals within five minutes of the first period, and then he locks it down and doesn't give up anything else until the third period, guys. Jack Campbell may have given, like, may have been the reason why they were down early, but he's also the reason why they won that fucking hockey game, guys. Jack Campbell was a stud last night. Yeah, you know, if the Leafs win this series, that save on Nick Paul is going to be played throughout. Um, a huge thing that was spun after the game and even today, um, and a lot of people trying to extrapolate what Jason Spezza said to this team in the locker room. Um, both of you, I got to ask, uh, Sienna, I'll go with you first. What do you think was said? Obviously, it had to be something all inspiring to get these guys to get their asses in gear, basically, because they came out in the second, a completely different hockey team. Oh, they controlled the puck. They look poised. They look confident. For me, if I'm Jason Spezza, I say, look at how fucking old I am. It's going to take a long-ass time for us to get back to the playoffs if we leave now, and I might not be coming back. So you guys better fucking figure it out. And I think that's kind of what was said along a little bit of those lines. But, Sienna, what do you think was said there? Uh, I think the boys uh, pulled a few strings and whatever they did. I think uh, some flip. Some like flipped, switched, or something in their heads because I think they felt the pressure because they needed that win 100%. Because if we didn't get that lead, I don't know what would be happening to the boys right now, but I think someone did some magic. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? What do you think Spetz's big speech was? Uh, you know, obviously, Austin Matthews scoring, Willie Nylander, Morgan Riley. You can go down the list. Obviously, something was said because. All of the key players had their moments here in this game to get the Toronto Maple Leafs over that hump of not only trailing, but coming back in a game and getting it done and sealing the deal for that matter. So I, I personally think that would, if I was Jason Spezza, I would have went in there and I would have said to them, do you guys remember how we felt after game seven last year? We all saw it. Everybody saw, everybody saw all or nothing. You saw Jack Campbell on the bench. You know what? I have not watched the last episode of all or nothing yet. You have to, man. You have oh, to. Oh, you have to. It, it I just won't. I won't. Changed, I won't at least win a playoff series. It changed my whole perspective on the whole thing, guys. I feel like these guys, they don't want to feel that again. And I feel like, Jason Spezza went in there last night and he was like, do you guys really want to feel like that again? Or are we going to fucking push through and we going to win this fucking hockey game boys? Let's go. No, I can definitely see that. I mean him, you look at the guys on that team that are older and I, apparently everyone was involved in that meeting too. Not just guys in the game. It was Clifford. It was Simmons. Everybody was down in that room that was up in the press box. Everybody was in there and involved. So I don't know what we see in game six. What do, you, what do you do if you're the Toronto Maple Leafs for game number six? You're going down to Tampa. Uh, the crowd is a little bit split there. Um, you hear the soup chants, the goal Leafs go chants. There's a lot of snowbirds and a lot of people who love the Toronto Maple Leafs in Tampa. But what do the Leafs have to do? Chris, I'll start with you this time on this one. To overcome the we can't get it done narrative. Well, 
I think they need to treat this game like it's game seven because they cannot, they cannot get comfortable with the fact that, oh, we have game seven home in Toronto. It does not matter. This is your game seven. Win this hockey game. That is the most important. Honestly, I feel like I think they can win it in game seven. But if they go in there with that mindset that, oh, we have game seven. If, if everything goes wrong, we have game seven. I feel like they have to just go in there with the mindset that this is game seven. And then if you lose, you go back to Toronto and you figure it out. Hopefully so. Sienna, what do you think? What can the Maple Leafs do to get game six done and over with and move on? Because how huge would it not only be to slay the reigning defending Stanley Cup champions two times, but to do it on their home ice in Tampa, that would be something. That's a feather in your cap. What do the Leafs need to do? I couldn't agree more to what Chris said. Um, They do need to go in in with with that mentality because everything if like it all depends on your mentality because if they don't have the right mentality, they're not going to do it. We've seen these boys do it multiple times. And I believe that if they do treat this like game seven, hundred percent, they have a possibility of doing it hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. Now there's one thing I'm noticing from this team. That's a little bit different. Now we'll throw out game two and we'll throw out game four because I don't know. Maybe those are the anomalies in this series because obviously game one, three, and five, we've seen a different Toronto Maple Leaf team. But this team here, they're blocking shots. They're sticking up for each other. And one guy that I'm noticing has a real burn his saddle. That's Austin Matthews. He's not taking any shit off anyone. He's throwing hits. He's getting the stick up. He's putting the gloves up. And that, my friends, is dragging other players into it. It's dragging the Marners in there. It's dragging the Rileys who dropped the mitts and decided to go and lay out, I forget who it was now, in game number one when they started getting a little ugly. But these guys are actually getting fired up. It's a different mentality. It reminds me of the early 2000 Leafs. Danny Markov, Dmitry Yuskevich, Shane Corson, Gary Roberts, guys that will just lay it on the line and you still have the skill enough to go out and win a round or two. Um, what do you guys think of this squad? Why is this squad so much different than versions we've seen, you know, the past couple of years? It's pretty much the same complement of players. Sands, uh, you know, a Bunting and a Kasha. Uh, the defense has Labushkin and, and Giordano, but the core remains the same. So what is so different, Dusty? And I'll get you to go first on that one. Well, they do what they have to do because that's really what it comes to. You got to do what you got to do. Um... This squad has, they brought it through regulation, you know. They've set records, super especially, you know, with that 11-win streak. Um, Matthews, like, when he first came into the NHL, set a record already. Like, these boys have done a lot in the regular, a lot in the regulation, and if they could do it once, they could do it again. No, definitely. Chris, what do you, what do you think here of this squad, obviously? Like I said, the the whole bonding mentality here with these guys seems different. The vibe feels different. These guys are taking after one another uh, where they used to get pushed around. You can talk about the Boston series. You can talk about Sherratt and others in the Canadian series. Um, But it seems a little bit different here with this squad. So why is it so different? And is it just they're finally maybe pissed off about losing and they don't want to see it happen again? I mean... I could, you could say that a little bit, but I mean, if, if, that, if that was the case, that would have been the case last year and the year before, probably because you know these guys, you know, Austin Matthews doesn't want to go home in the first round for a fourth year pro, guys. But personally, I think it's that Austin Matthews has truly realized that he doesn't need to score to make an impact in the game. He was, he led the team in hits last night, guys, and he also scored the game winning goal. And you know who was second in hits? Your boy, Mitchie Marner. Guys, guys. They're, they are putting it all on the line. And Austin Matthews, if he plays like that every night, he is an unstoppable force. No, I 100% agree. And another player that I really like having a series here, we all saw the dejected emotion of Mitch Marner in what I've saw so far of the uh, the HBO series. Or not the HBO series. You know what I'm talking about. The Amazon series there, the all or nothing. Uh, how sad he was. Chris, leave me alone. It's been a long night last night and obviously an early morning. Uh, if I don't remember the title of something, forgive me. Um, but yeah, we, we see Mitch Marner this playoffs having the points, seeming a lot more 
poised and calm under a pressure. Um, what do you think Marner learned from last year and what is he bringing this year for himself? Obviously the confidence is there, but why was it not there last year and the year before, but is there now? Um, I would say, you know, you know what they always say, right? You got to lose before you can win. And, you know, the playoff loss to Boston was hard, but, you know, they weren't really the favorites. And then the playoff loss to Columbus was like, yeah, it was probably a tough loss, but at the same time, it was kind of a weird season. It didn't really feel the same. I think that loss last year to a team that you should have beat, that you were up 3-1, that right there is a life lesson for all of these guys. And I feel like that, that had to be the lowest point of their careers. And that's why I think Mitch Marner has turned a leaf. He had the best season of his career. He is playing. Oh, turn the leaf. He, they, he, they, yeah. I like that one. They done it. They did it, guys. Honestly, I've never, like, I, every Leaf fan out there and everybody on Twitter today was like, oh, you know, they're just going to blow it in seven or whatever. Same old Leafs, same old Leafs. And for some reason, guys, I get this feeling that this is not the, our same old Leafs. This is not the same old Leafs. The same old Leafs were folded yesterday. They would have went home. They were at a five-on-three, guys, when they were down 2 nothing, and they didn't give up. They didn't waver. Jack Campbell stood strong, and they came out, and they flew in the second period. And Willie Nylander, I kind of wish that Willie Nylander, like, I kind of hope that Willie Nylander has a bad night if they go to Game 7. Because when <laughs> Willie Nylander gets rips, ripped apart on Twitter, it is like his personal vendetta to go out there and prove everybody fucking wrong. And that's exactly what he did yesterday, man. He was one of the best players on the ice for them. No, I 100% agree. Well, let's keep the uh, the good trainer rolling here. Let's add another friend to the stream. Here he comes. Oh! What's going on? What up? There we go. The, the six and the six legend continues. What's going on? What's going on? Living the dream here, talking about game number five yeah. right now. Uh, yeah. We'll rehash a couple questions for you. Um, All right, let's hear them. What did you think of the uh, the narrative for Jason Spets and his big speech and everything he brought? What was said for you that would fire these guys up? And then we'll jump around and talk a little bit more about the series as a whole. You know what? I think Chris really touched on the points very well because they've been here so many times before and they fell short so many times. And it's just been disappointment after disappointment. And you look at how game five started off in that first period. It was like probably the worst start to a playoff game I've ever seen. Four shots on goal. Marner's stick is breaking in half when he's got a one-time blast, wide open net practically. It's just nothing is going right for these guys. No, definitely. All right. Not, nothing went right. And nothing went right. Let's go and jump one more person into this stream. Holy smokes. Hey. Everybody's hey. showing up at the same hey. time. Hey, he's mic? got the mic too. Yo, <laughs> oh my God, look at this. I, I feel like he's on spitting chicklets, folks. <laughs> I got Sitting my on the couch. All right, there we go. Let's go full screen this thing. Let's get it all good. Everybody, we are live on TikTok. So mind your P's and Q's a little bit. Don't say anything too off kilter, obviously. All right, Dylan, my friend. What's up? Steve Stamkos is a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's go around and let's let's ask a, a couple questions about the Tampa Bay Lightning here, and I'll uh, I'll get the two uh, new joinees to answer these questions first. Um, Victor Hedman obviously can uh, drive this series. We see him do it. We see him score those in close goals. We see him be able to be physical. Um, how are the Maple Leafs neutralizing this guy? Obviously, in one, three, and five, they were able to get around him, uh, especially in game number five. The second period on, I mean, I made the fun video about him and Sergeyev being pylons, um, but we all know they're not. But what are the Leafs doing to be able to get around him? Uh, I'll get you go first, buddy. I think Dylan should take this one first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, before let's go. Bobby Boucher it up. Let's roll. <laughs> um, you know, you got to use his size to your advantage. In all sense, yes, he can skate. And I think we have a lot of speedy forwards that are capable of getting around him when needed. Um, also, out front of the net, you put bunting there, you're you're going to distract him. Um, honestly, Hedman's just one guy on the ice. You do have to worry about the rest of them in that lineup. Um, but yeah, he's, he's just one man you got to worry about. I think uh, they're doing a great job. I think... What was it? That game 
one or two where he fumbled the puck at the blue line during his own power play. Um, he's going to make mistakes. You just got to pressure him at the right time. No, I agree 100%. Uh, Dave, you have anything to add to that, my friend, Mr. T.O. Sports fan? You seem a little subdued. Yeah, no, I'm I'm feeling a little bit down right now. But um, no, you know what? I think Dylan covered it perfectly. I find the Leafs are a much more faster team in terms of like how much speed they have on the ice or a much quicker team, in my opinion, than Tampa. And Hedman, he's not the quickest skater out there. So I would say that their speed is able to they just have to do like the thing they're better at than Hedman and just outspeed them in terms of skating on the ice and movement in general. All right, Chris, I'll, I'll ask you the same question about, uh, about Hedman. Um, what makes him special for one for towards the Toronto Maple Leafs? And obviously what are the Leafs doing special to get around him? Well, Victor Hedman is just a freak athlete and he is an unbelievable hockey player. And the guy could play 30 minutes a night and not even break a sweat. And that's what's special about Victor Hedman. And I think what the Leafs are doing is they're just, they got a, I, I, I agree with D with the speed. The team speed is great. And I, I actually, I agree with um, Keith not putting in Clifford or Simmons yesterday, because I don't think you're going to beat this team with great guys. You're going to beat them with speed and skill. They are a speed and skill team. You match them with speed and skill. And I think that's, Honestly, this is the biggest part of getting getting anything past Victor Hedman and Andre Vasilevsky has looked human this series, guys. He hasn't looked like the same. Oh goal. my, yeah. We'll we'll talk about the goaltending here in just a minute. Now that we got more in the group here, Sienna, what do you think of the Hedman subject here? Um, for you, what do you what do you see? I just can't agree more with the boys already. They've said it all pretty much. All right, we'll we'll ask this question yes. here. There's a player coming in the lineup, and I'll get you to start with this one. Uh, was not available to the team, obviously, to start the season, or not the season, the series. Uh, that's Michael Bunting. Um, obviously, we know he had some sort of injury, obviously, in his leg. The team didn't tell anybody what it was or what it will be. Um, for me, he hasn't been the Michael Bunting so far that I'm so used to with the feistiness. Game five was there a bit more, but we all remember when Simmons had his wrist or hand broken, how tentative he was to be physical and really engage in those battles. Uh, I'm wondering for Bunting, that injury to the leg, maybe it's not 100%, but he doesn't seem to be his same chippy, shovey, mouthy self, so to speak. It's there in spurts, but not constantly like it was throughout the regular season. Sienna, I'm wondering, do you think maybe just in the back of his mind, he's still a little worried that, hey, if I get in a skirmish and get taken down and I fall on that leg, something might happen and I'm not going to be available. And he really wants to make sure he sticks it out here. I mean, if, if he's not confident with it, there's no point, but like injuries, you got to take care of that. And it's really all or nothing. Like you can't go little spurts at a time. You have to be like all or nothing because it's playoff hockey. You need to be able to be there a hundred percent in order to do your due diligence with the team. So like, if he's not there at hundred percent, buddy, fix it. Agreed. What do you think, uh, Chris? What do you think of Michael Bunting so far in this series? Like I said, obviously the spark is not the same as it's been. Um, do you think he's just a little tentative, a little gun shy like Simmons was? Chris, I think you're on mute, buddy. Chris, you're on mute. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry guys. Yeah. So I kind of agree um, with Sienna a little bit. Like if, if I think if Michael Bunting wasn't a hundred percent, like confident in his abilities. I don't know if like, yeah, it's playoffs and people go and play with, they play with injuries all the time. Um, I do think though that bunting has been a little bit tentative and I don't really know if it's the injury or more of it's the, the heavy whistle in the, in the first four games that is like, kind of like, well, if I do too much after the whistle, if I do my normal scrum, my normal like feistiness, am I going to draw a penalty against my team? Am I going to end up in the box? Am I going to put my team behind? I'm sure that's in the back of his head. No, definitely. Well, we just got uh, the man, the myth, the legend here. who got Bobby Margarita to bring him Bobby Margarita. Uh, Peach, the heat is in the stream. Uh, So let's rock and roll. Uh, We're talking about Michael Bunting right now, Peach. So um, I'm going to get Div and and Dylan to answer this, and then we'll get you to jump in as well. Uh, Guys, what do you think? Obviously, we've we've covered a little bit here, but what are you guys seeing, Div? I want to ask you first, man. I know you're a little under the weather, but what what is your opinion on Mr. Michael Bunting, who is supposed to be the spark plug for Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner? You know what? The way I look at it is that Bunting, he's still he's still young. 
he's technically he's still a rookie, right? Almost. He's he's still <laughs> he's technically up for rookie, rookie of the right? year. Let's go. And, uh, exactly. So he's up for the Calder as well. So we can't forget that. Um, but I think it also just comes down with the penalties in terms of oh, if I do this, like like Chris said it perfectly, if I do this late scrum, because let's be honest, penalties have been absolutely brutal throughout this entire series. Across I think all like the series, apparently. well, apparently we well, I think there was a stat where we have like 200 total penalty, like penalty minutes in the series, and yeah. I read that stat and I was like, wow. That's that's a stat. Two hundred penalty minutes so far in the entire well, series. Well, it was like the refs basically that, just said, "Hey, if you guys want to bitch and moan about the fact we're not calling penalties, we're just going to call everything, and then you can bitch and moan about the fact that we've called everything to a T." That's true, but then again, you Bunting's definitely got to feel like because he's still young. He still got. He still has to prove himself. He came back from injury. First game back in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken, he scored the first goal for the Leafs uh, to make it two to one. Yep. That was a big spark. So it's definitely there. I, I just think he's being a bit more careful in terms of like penalties and in terms of like, you know, he's still got a lot to prove. He doesn't want to like take like two penalties a game, you know, and like, like, cause, cause like what'll happen with Tampa, you know, if Tampa keep gets a power minimal. play. Exactly. Keep them to a minimum. Yeah. No, Leafs and six. Leafs and six. six. Look at that. Get everybody on. Um, yeah. So, D, what do you think, man? Um, Dylan, um, Mr. Michael Bunting, obviously rookie of the year, maybe who knows? But uh, obviously, I think he's still playing a little gun shy right now. If I pick right now, Mo Sider's winning rookie of the year. Oh, he certainly is. I know he's, <laughs> a, he's the betting favorite. But let's just be happy. We're a bunch of Leaf fans on a stream. Let's let's talk about Bunting winning it. Obviously, <laughs> I I think that I don't think he's scared. I think like maybe yeah, the injury's in the back of his head, but. Look at look at how many penalties have been called. Yes, yeah. but he does show up and get under people's skin at the appropriate time. I saw last game there was a faceoff at center ice. I don't know if it was after a goal or not, but he, him and Stamkos were like drawing up on the draw, just feeding it to each other. And I was like, "This is what you need." There's bunting taking away the pressure from our top guys and trying to distract their top guys. I think this is the biggest reason why he came in here, and he might just be afraid of getting those penalties after, I don't know, 200 have been, 200 penalty minutes have been called. So, uh, yeah. No, definitely. Uh, Pete, what do you think, man? I know you're uh, sitting there looking like a guy who's ready to fix somebody's internet. Um, but uh, with Hollywood himself, what do you think of Michael Bunting here, man? First off, round of applause for Kyle Dubas for replacing Zach Hyman with this contract. What a, what a steal. What a steal we got Michael Bunting at. And he's up for Calder. How old is he? Is he he's, he's like 24? 25? You, you know that part in Billy Madison when uh, Billy Madison's sitting with the kindergarten? I feel like that's him with the, <laughs> with the, the Calder candidates. Like He is so good. I love Michael Bunting. He is not a hundred percent. It's obvious oh, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have missed that last week, last two weeks. It, it what was it? I, yeah. He just I don't know. We need him in the lineup. He looked great out there. He's perfect with Matthews and Marner getting the great. He I love Michael Bunting. Great player. <laughs> well, there you go. Self professed love for Michael Bunting right here. The enthusiasm. Um, yeah. No, he's fired up. Very he fired up. great. All right, so let's talk goaltending here. We, we touched on it when uh, it was just uh, Sienna and Chris for a moment. Um, it was said today by some, Jeff Merrick, of course. Um, can we get a Leafs and six? Preds fans asking for a Leafs and six. So let's do it. Everybody up for six. Let's go. Nick, can everybody on go. all of us? Um, can they see all of us? They can see, yeah, the, the, the camera is focused on you. If you guys go on TikTok, go. I have it right on the computer. Yeah. So everybody's there. I'll be right so, back. We're tomorrow. all hitting up now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we so go. We, we are missing Myron, and we're missing Clark. Uh, Clark said he may be able to drop by. Myron is working. Might come on our break, guys. So if you're wondering where the other members are, they may be swinging by soon. Um, but let's talk about the goaltending here. Um, it's been said by some that Jack Campbell is outplaying ever so slightly Andre Vasilevsky. Um, and I'll hang my hat on one thing. The Leafs have not been shut out this series. The Leafs have scored in every single game, which means something to me. Um, 
Toronto Maple Leafs game one where the energy and the hypeness should be at its highest. They were able to stifle that potent Tampa Bay offense, whether it was on the penalty kill, whether it's five on five and whether it was on the power play, it didn't matter. They were able to do what they needed to do. Pete, I want to ask you right now with Andre Vasilevsky on back-to-backs, the Tampa Bay Lightning do not lose two games in a row. They're 16 and 0. This is the thing. I'm saying the O has got to go. Just wait for the prediction season video. It's going to be fun. But throw the stat out the window right now. That's it. <laughs> <Leasing> six, baby. <laughs> Andre Vasilevsky, great goalie, best goalie in the league. Maybe a fraud. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> Vasilevsky, great goalie. We're ending the streak tomorrow, but. The saves that Jack Campbell made last night, guys. Oh. I, I'm just, I'm still taking it in. I, I know we're talking about Vasilevs, but Jack Campbell stole us. Like he made saves while we were down two nothing, kept us in the game, stopped a breakaway. The save on was it Stamkos? Just Jack Campbell, unbelievable. We're ending Vasilevsky's streak tomorrow night, guys. You heard it here first. The Pete the Heat guarantee. Let's go. Here we go. I like well, that's that. like the video I made I like today, that. right? I said the same thing. So the Leafs changed a whole lot of things in this series in game five. So why not keep it rolling down in Tampa? Um, we'll jump around here a little bit. Uh, Chris, Andre Vasilevsky looking human this series. Uh, sub 900 save percentage. Deanna, we'll have you up next on this one. Obviously a goaltender. What is wrong, I guess, with Andre Vasilevsky? Or is there anything wrong at all? Are the Leafs, can we finally say, hey, maybe the Leafs are just that good? that they're getting to this guy who's supposed to be that good, who's supposed to be superhuman, Mr. Vesna man himself. Um, or is it just simply, hey, maybe, maybe what Elliot Friedman said a couple of weeks ago that seemed to fire up the Tampa Bay Lightning, maybe the Lightning are just tired. And this is finally coming to roost. What do you think, Chris? Am I out to lunch? Well, I kind of, I don't really know if it is that. I kind of agree with the whole fact that they might be tired. Um I, like for Andre Vasilevsky, he's played a ton of hockey. And if you actually look at his save percentage this season, he had the second worst save percentage of his career. So he did not have a great season. He was still good. He's still Andre Vasilevsky, which, you know, his second worst save percentage is still better than, you know, most backup goalies in the league will ever have. But like, he just isn't the same Vasilevsky we've seen. And I think it's a little bit of what the Leafs are doing. And then also a little bit of the fact that he's played a ton of hockey in the last three years, guys. No, definitely. Sienna, I want to ask you, Andre Vasilevsky, just off the top of your head, first thoughts that come to mind. Goalie expert. Andre Vasilevsky. Goalie expert. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he is getting tired, you know, two Stanley Cups in a row. But he is a good goalie. He's had a great career so far. However... They, like, they're giving it all they're, they're giving it all they got for the playoffs both the goalies it's playoff all right. hockey they need to I don't remember did anybody okay did anybody see from Jack John Cooper today where he uh, oh what the, the the same thing he did after game 1 that yes. was just giving them the series yes and i kind of think that i don't know if John he actually believes that but I think it's a tactic to get his team to play better, right? Because he he's it's like, well, we haven't played our best. We haven't played our best. We haven't played our best. We're giving it to him. We're giving it to them. But I think that right there strikes like that just tells me that he's scared. He's scared. He needs to pump, he needs to do whatever he can to pump up his team because he knows that you know this is this is not the same Toronto Maple Leaf team that's just gonna, it's in their heads. They know it. They've he, seen it. Exactly. Exactly. But here's the thing that happened so far. Each of the games the Leafs have won, John Cooper has come out and said something to the similar effect after yep. game one and after game three. And we all know what happens. Even Leafs fans, we all fed into it, and we're all chirping about what Cooper said. I think this time we just need to crumple it up and throw it out and not worry about it. He's trying to spark his guys. That's all he's trying to do is BS. It's just BS. Because the Leafs came back and laid a whooping on them last night from the second period on absolutely laid a whooping and Leafs nation was loud as all hell yet again. I love the That's fact our nation. that the Scotia bank arena is a loud barn yet again. Back in the early two thousands, it was a loud barn 
for a long time. It was a fan graveyard. It was quiet. Pete, what do you think, buddy? Come on now. Guys, I know some of us are going to the Leaf Square tomorrow. Some of us. We are going to be so effing loud there. We're going to show everyone why this is the best hockey fan base of all time. Our voices will be gone. Listen, you guys will be loud. I know the man over there, Chris Weigel. The reactions to the goals last night was absolutely magical. We can have some fun with this show. We're running around. We're going to talk about the Leafs and have fun. What do you think about, guys? I'm going to ask you guys. Chris, you can't answer this one until they're done. What do you think of the montage of reactions from Chris Weigel? D, Mr. Dylan, D4, you go first. Chris is one of the most entertaining people in Leafs Nation. (laughs) This man decided to just pick up and do the freaking Cotton Eye Joe, guys. He knows how to celebrate, obviously. And I know he, he is like he is like Leafs Nation's spirit animal. Oh, he, he, he's a kid at heart, and that's what I love most about his reactions. The the guy jumped on his couch for heaven's sake. Normally kids are doing that. I was like, Bob, you're jumping into the screen. That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh shit, they just scored. <laughs> Pete, what do you think, man? What do you think of Chris's reactions last night? Absolutely amazing. Absolutely on fire. I will say his wife commented on my reaction video say, I would pay to see both these guys watch a hockey game, and <laughs> it's unbelievable. Man, it was when we were in the square, we're hugging each other, we're going ballistic. Chris knows how to celebrate when he sees goals. Apparently, I just got a, a report here from a certain someone who said, uh, you broke the couch doing oh. that celebration. Yeah, I have broken the old couch. Did break. <laughs> this couch isn't broken though, guys. It's built strong. <laughs> Sienna, guys, do donate to Chris for a new couch. <laughs> yes, let's go. Uh, Sienna, what do you think of Chris's reactions? Obviously, we all had our own, um, but yeah, what, what do you think there? God, I love when he does the cotton eye joke because no one could do it better than him, but honestly. Amazing spirit animal. He's like a he's like a kid on Christmas morning to just like open up those presents. Like he's overjoyed. I absolutely love it. His energy is great. Well, what's it's fun amazing. is you know you you watch each and one every seeing you guys in the square. By the way, all of you guys' reaction in game one just so pure. Uh, the big teddy bear that is Clark Monroe walking around and having no fear in the mean downtown streets of Toronto, walking up to anyone and saying, "What did you think of the game?" Leafs in four. I couldn't. I couldn't. Being from there, I grew up there until I was seventeen. So I know that's really not something you do. So to watch Clark do that, and the responses were, for the most part, from what I saw, positive. Um, what do you guys think about the response from Leafs Nation so far? And is it going to be? I know I heard on someone's live today that some people were worried that there's going to be oh, everybody's going to be drunk and crazy and, and wild because the Leafs finally made it past round one. I think we're just going to be jovial and happy that we're not going to be the uh, the footnote of uh, the National Hockey League anymore because we made it past the round. And yes, I know I see some people saying that the bar may be low to win just one round, but guys, we haven't done it since the early 2000s. So that 18, to us is a huge 18 years. thing. 18 years. They are they are legal to buy alcohol in Montreal and yes. Alberta. They can go to the casino. They yeah. can. I still I still remember those days, guys. I, I, <laughs> I still remember those days. Listen, funny, it's basically my life. Oh my god. <laughs> Y'all is babies. Me and Chris might be near the same age. <laughs> I think I'd be the dad of the group. Pete's 32. I'm I'm 31. Oh yeah, Pete's thirty-one. I'm thirty-two. I, I look like I'm thirty, but I'm only twenty-four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dylan, I would have said you're at least up to twenty-nine, twenty, yeah. twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm rocking thirty-six this year, so I'm hanging that one. There we go. Young as you, you're old as you. Keep going, dude. Keep going. <laughs> gotta say, Myron gotta say, dad. Myron the Leafs, dad. the Leafs and Four movement was huge. We were literally walking downtown, and there was a car that drove by us going, Leafs and Four! Yeah. And we're like, holy smokes. <laughs> and then Marissa Roberto from Bar Down got really yes. mad at us. So that, uh, I felt like we had to cool it off a little bit. 
But, Listen, uh, Leafs six is picking up steam too, though, right? Because yeah. now it's the six and the six with the Leafs and six. So it's that whole thing. Like I said, Todd Bino's out here on our radio station saying he would bet his house the Leafs are taking it in six. And, of Whoa. course, sent me That's the DM. Sent the, sent the DM, said Leafs and six before game five. And, of course, they pop it off. So it's great out here, out east, man. It is all Boston and Montreal around the Halifax, Cool Harbor area. Wow. Uh, so, not not exciting to be a Leaf fan sometimes, but right now the magic is alive. Um, guys, game six. Game six is going to be huge. What do you do for the Toronto Maple Leafs? And I'll start with Sienna on this one. What do you start as a lineup? Do you start Austin Matthews? Because you listen to Kevin Bieska and you listen to all the pundits who know the game inside and out, and know maybe what they should do. Everyone says you should ride your thoroughbred. Get him out there and just pound the minutes to him. Matthew seems to respond to it. What do you do? Obviously, you know the energy is going to be high. You know what Tampa did in game four? They came out with Ross Colton, laid the body, got the crowd into it early. Now what do you need to do to reverse that in game six in Tampa? I would start off strong because just like any of any of our other games, they've come out as strong from the beginning. Like they've pounded us from the beginning. So I would start off strong as well. Um, maybe not have like all of our strong guys on the first line, but spread them out between the first and second. So that, that way we have a little bit of wiggle room and we won't get tired as easily. Dylan, what do you think, man? What do the Leafs need to do here? Um, game six, obviously we, we know they're going to bring the thunder. Uh, the MLA arena can really bring it with the thunder clappers. What do you think? Well, I think they need to get Spezza in the locker room again. And he needs to go full Bobby Boucher on their ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he needs to do another speech, man. That was incredible. He had the team going. How you doing? Hang dude? on, I, guys. I know you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking here. Why hasn't Dylan done a Bobby video? Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime. <laughs> why hasn't Why hasn't Dylan done a video imitating Jason Spezza and what he do said? Do it. That yes. needs Wait. to be a thing, do man. Do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Hey guys, I just gotta say we have one of our our favorites in uh, in the the chat here over on TikTok. We all know him by Jack the Sens fan. Oh hey Jack. Hey, how are ya? Hey, listen, you know what? Um, Hi, Jack. In my stream, no hate. Same time, if you're being nice, be nice. That's the end of it. But uh, he's saying the Leafs are obviously nice. gonna lose. He says. Um, Tampa and seven, eight. Classic. Stay in eight. Tampa and seven. Yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry. Tampa and five, guys. Tampa and five. Well, that's no. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, well actually, hold on a second. I have to say, he did come in my live yesterday and say, "Oh, this is the last period of hockey we're going to see at home ice." So I don't know what to say now because <laughs> right, we got it done. We got it done. <laughs> Listen, hey, you know what? It is what it is. Everybody's got an opinion. You know what? Just like an asshole, everybody's got one too, right? So. That's very true. Um, but anyways, to switch it back to this. Um, so, Pete, what do you do if you're the Leafs? What do you do to answer the MLA crowd? Because you know when they get loud, they get loud. There's Leafs fans in there, but it still gets hyped up. And those Thunderclappers, man, I was down at MLA two years ago. They get really freaking loud and annoying. Well, what to piggyback up what off Sienna said, start on time. That first period last night – Yes. They need to start on time. There you go. Yeah. Start on time. Throw the body. Have more puck possession. Try to throw the body if you can. Outwork them. Pucks in deep. Dump and chase. Just outwork them, boys. Pucks on net. Pucks on net. Why That's right. Why do I hear your voice but see Dylan with the uh, the Bobby Boucher expression? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Leafs and six, baby. Lining up the content. Listen, tomorrow night's going to be huge for Leafs Nation. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I want Leafs and six. Um, Who doesn't? I want to ask you guys though. We can have this conversation. We can broach the subject if the Leafs get past the Tampa Bay Lightning, which is a very big possibility. They have two chances to do so here. Um, Who would you rather play in series number two? Caps, no question. Boston. No, I think you only have. I think you can only play Caps in Boston, right? I I don't care. (laughs) We're going on a run after this round. I'll take the. I I but yeah, what Dylan said. 
they're going to go on a run. Three rounds minimum if we get past this one. I can't wait till they go to the second round because then I can post all my Leafs in four videos again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yes. yes. Still got... um, photos to post with like start the round two Let's go. I love right. that. Round two movement at least in four. Listen, for me, I want the Boston Bruins. I want the Boston Bruins just because of all the shit we've taken because of them, whether it's 2013 or the past two previous series. I want to see Boston lose to the hands of the Toronto Maple Leafs and potentially make it the last game for Patrice Bergeron. So you know, a, a thorn in our side, right? I have nothing ill to really to say about Patrice Bergeron. Great hockey player. But the way he defends against the Toronto Maple Leafs and really puts us in our place, it would be a nice feather in your cap to kind of sit him down and put him on ice for you know that for that. Done. You got, Absolutely. You got, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't hate Patrice Bergeron either, but just, he just kills us. So you got to slay the dragon, guys. We got to beat Boston at some point. Yes, we really have to. <clears throat> We've done regulation. We can do it in playoffs. Uh, yeah, I no. Listen, I, I want Boston for those reasons. Obviously, everybody wants it done. Um, now, another question here percolating in Leafland is obviously you hope you never have to bring in a backup goaltender, but we have already this series. We have Shalgren in, but Petmarazic is now floating around the ice and may be able to make his uh, playoff debut for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I see everybody shaking their Guys. hands. He's got playoff experience. I like him better than Shalgren. I like him better than Shalgren. I'll say that. Mark, correct. He does he have the hot take cheats. Woo, let's I'll, go. I'll, I'll take Petter. He's a little bit better than Shalgren. <laughs> oh, Petter the better. Oh, my God. <laughs> the punny man. The punny man. Dylan. <laughs> Dylan's waving. Dylan's Uh-oh. like, yeah, no. He's ready to no. puke right now. Uh, no, no. Get him out of here. You know what? Shalgren has gone into the net. And he has a 1,000 save percentage. That's yeah. all I got to say. Facts. He did fine. <laughs> so apparently I've yeah, been no, uh, told that we don't know hockey folks. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs cannot play the Boston Bruins in round two. They, they can only play Florida Conference. or Washington. Yes. Conference finals. That's round three, can baby. Can they're going to play Washington because they lost to them in six. They're gonna yeah. beat, then they're going to play Boston. They're going to beat them in seven. And then they're going to go and play, I don't know. Carolina. Carol- Calgary. In oh, the no. oh, oh. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So listen, I, hey, I want to count. I put that in my bracket when we did our little uh, six and a six bracket in our thing. I said Calgary, Toronto. That's what I want. Let's go. Let's make Batman really cry. Years of sadness because yeah. no American team will be in the final. Let's do that. He Apparently, would, guys, we've been really crying. Version of TSN. Let's go. Loving it. Yeah. Who picked Toronto in their bracket to go all the way? Because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I did. No. I I saw that, James. Conference finals, and that's it. That's where I have them too. Listen, I'm not going to say last night, guys. You should pick Toronto. I told you, the Leafs are fucking winning. Everybody was so goddamn well down. It it was sad. I I thought I was going to have to start driving to everybody's house and provide some emotional support. Who, who else was on the Bruins after a couple goals were scored last night? Because I almost cried last night after I'm pretty sure Willie scored. Like, <laughs> like there is there is way too much emotion inside of me, and I was just like, I, I, at one point I was like, yeah, well, there goes game five. We can't we can't beat them in back to back. Like we're done. And then yeah. they just they just put it on, and it's something that I haven't seen this team do ever in the playoffs and, and real that's quick, what was so impressive about last night's game and you know who we have to thank for that is jack campbell yes Hell he kept yes. us in that game Shoot. some of the saves that this guy made unbelievable oh, i just i i couldn't believe it i I, I kid you not favorite. i was like how is the puck not in the back of the net there like, it, it could have been three nothing at one point jack oh, saved us like it could have been who like did he make the, my boy. the game in the slot Right after they made it 3-3, Tampa had a chance in the slot, and, and he made a huge save. I don't remember huge. who it was. Nick, I think it was, was Nick it? Paul again. It was oh, Nick Paul. Paul. Yeah, Nick, yeah. Paul Nick Paul's a stud, though. Like man, oh, guy, yeah. I don't think he scored a goal yet for them. He's really trying to, though. So no, far, Nick so Paul he's... did score a goal. I think he scored a goal in game – was it game four? He did that yeah. drag around the pad goal, right? And that's why they said last uh, night. No, that was, that was no, Maroon. That was, that was Patty Maroon. Yeah, that was, was Patty, Patty Maroon, player was on Tampa Bay Lightning. I think, I think, uh, oh, 
I would have loved Maroon to come to the Leafs. I remember two seasons ago oh. when they interviewed him after he won the cup the first time with Tampa and or no with St. Louis. And uh, he was on Toronto Sports Radio and they, and they were like, Hey, why don't you come to the Leafs? He's like, Oh, it's a possibility. And everybody got excited. Got real excited, man. He's one of those guys you'd love to have on your team, but you hate to play against. Absolutely hate his guts right now. You can't beat him, join him. Yeah. That's it right there. Well, Corey Perry's <laughs> trying to write that narrative, right? So Corey Perry. He couldn't beat him two times in a row. So he, uh, he now is part of the Tampa Bay Lightning, who may go out in the first round of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, who on this team, guys? We'll go around the circle here. Everybody's loving this, by the way. Uh, everybody over on TikTok, shout out to everybody chiming in. Got a lot of people saying, hey, if this was a podcast or a show, I would uh, subscribe to it every single time. So okay. that's pretty awesome. That's cool. Everybody loves it. Um, what player stands out for you right now in the Toronto Maple Leafs that uh, you're taking a look at and say, hey, this guy right here really has kicked it up a notch. I'll save mine for last, but uh, I'll start with you, Sienna. What, what player really jumps off the page so far? Soup. 100% soup. Too easy. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, great choice. Great choice. He's an underrated guy, too. I don't know where he came from. But, like, he has made it, and, like, he's done so much for us this past year and in in playoffs right now. And being a goalie, I can relate to him being like, oh, my God, can I please have your ability? Because if I did... Can I please play college hockey? <laughs> so, but honestly, it's soup for me, a hundred percent. All right, Mister Tio, sports fan, who is the player jumping off the page for you? So I want to say soup, but I'm going to go with someone different here, and I actually have two of them. Oh, you, say... you only get one. There's six. Of I only us get here. one, huh? Okay. Don't on, don't take mine. Take two. <laughs> oh, take trust mine. me. I highly doubt anyone's thinking of who I'm thinking. I have to say David Camp. Ooh. unsung hero. I have to say David Camp. He's he's had some pretty big moments. You know, penalties obviously have been a real downfall, and he's made some really big plays. Shorthanded goals, and he's Hello? shorthanded goals as well. He's That's true. He's very underrated for us right now. I I really like the way he stepped up. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's swing it around. Pete the Heat. Who is the guy bringing the heat for you, buddy? I am so happy he's performing this year, guys. The guy that. Had more puck over the glass penalties than playoff goals. Mitchell Marner, he's on fire. He looks so good right now. He wants to win this series. Heyman Matthews are buzzing. Mitch Marner is my pick. There you go. There you go. Dylan, who's your guy, man? I'm I'm not gonna go with the guy that everybody looks at on the ice. I thought I thought Pete was gonna pick this person, and if you picked me before him, I wasn't gonna choose him. You're probably gonna pick so my guy. So I'm gonna guys. go with Pete's boy, TJ fucking Brody. Woo! Yeah, Brody! great choice. Oh. He is out oh. there blocking oh, shots. DJ. He is our best defenseman. He is our best defenseman. He is. He's got the jersey. You guys want to hear a stat? He no one else. A, he leads our team in plus minus. I went seven. Brody. Wow. He's wow. actually number one on the team right now on plus minus with seven. Underrated. Underrated. Very underrated. Him to do. End of story. Great choice, Dylan. All right, all right, Chris Weigel. Before I get mine in, who is your guy? If you take my guy, I'm gonna come over there. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna go with Aki (laughs) Bird. Damn man, you took my guy. Some of these guys are too young to to know who he is. (laughs) Okay, no, seriously, for me, Justin Hall last night played an unbelievable game, especially with all the negativity surrounding him after game four. Justin Hall is my pick, guys. He's been on the ice for one goal against in this entire series. He pulled through. All right, well, I'm very surprised that uh, Chris didn't take the guy that I'm thinking of. He's actually being mentioned in the chat. Before we get in there, i got to pay homage, obviously, to everybody over on TikTok chiming in here. Apparently, Shane Wright is going to own us now that he's going to be property <laughs> of the Montreal Canadiens if they take him. Overrated. Uh, he's right. Overrated. Yeah, he's overrated. Overrated. <laughs> Listen, Fraud. my guy right here that I take that's uh, jumped off the page for me um, was a throw-in with Mark Giordano. Uh, nobody knew who he was. Colin Blackwell, this guy plays hard. Yeah, he's he wears mentioned. number 11. He grinds it in the corners. He's throwing his body around. Took a puck off the head, came right back. This guy here is just a little engine, man. And he's not big, but he doesn't play small. 
He's a guy that just goes out there and lays it on the line. And if you guys know anything about me talking to producer Clark or anyone else on any different show, uh, TJ Brody, always my guy. I love him. Uh, Him and Tavares for what they bring defensively. I feel the same way about Blackwell. He just wants to lay. He'll lay in the lane. He'll do whatever he needs to do to make sure the Maple Leafs win. He may not get the points, but he's definitely putting it out there for the heart and the grit. So Blackwell's my guy 100%. Believe it or not, Blackwell was the second guy that I was thinking of too. I, I knew the play. Oh. I, I swear to you, it was Camp and Blackwell. I promise you. Great picks, no, guys. I, I knew. I knew that's where it was going. I knew it absolutely. <laughs> All right, so let's flip the script here. Obviously, um, we're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. What player from them? Obviously, getting to see them now over five games, coming into six. What player for you guys on their side is the player that? You really didn't know, or maybe you knew of, but just were like, wow, damn, that motherfucker's good. He can play some good <laughs> hockey. Uh, Pete, we'll get you and your McDonald's headset to go first. McDonald's headset. <laughs> Buddy, these are my gaming, my gaming headset, but anyways. I know. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Holy. It's just the, the light, the, the lighting in your room, it's so bright. It just, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know. Looks Anybody good, eh? on the headset there? Looks orange. I want to have to go with that Paul guy. I didn't know who this guy was. Who? I had no, I had no idea who this guy was. He, he's standing out right now. He looks good. I'm just like, all right, let's crush him. Come on, get him out of the way. Let's knock him out, guys. That's it. That's a solid, That's solid one. That's a solid pick. Solid pick. Uh, Sienna, who are you up with with the Tampa Bay Light? Who has impressed you on their side? Obviously, they're our opponent, but who's uh, who's on their ice for you? I mean, everybody knows him, but because we've been watching him more often in this series, Bass. Because, like, as a goalie and watching it from my performance as well, like, taking a personal turn, he's been solid. Learning from him as well. Like, I know he's the enemy right now, but, hey, you can't beat him. Join him, right? That's it. That's the adage right there. Is he on Adderall? <laughs> he always has that look, eh? Like, like this, is, this is him. I look at him with and his mask, and he's just like <laughs> – can we do a drug test? Can we request an Adderall test? That's performance enhancing, right? And he, and he does the little, I'm so tall, I can stand over anybody that's in front of me kind of thing. And I'm just like, oh, I love man. The way he's always like, yeah. And then he like adjusts himself. Yeah, I was you. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, I stopped the puck. What? What? <laughs> Jesus. All right, all right. Yeah, Vass is not a bad pick at all. Obviously, uh, getting to see him up close and personal, obviously. We talked about his oh, numbers. Yeah. Not stellar, but obviously making some big saves when it matters. Um, ATO sports fan, who from Tampa is on your radar? Ross Colton. You bastard. <laughs> you bastard. Ross Colton. Um, if I'm not mistaken, when they acquired him, everyone was just totally ripping as to how bad of a trade that was. I believe it was him, but seeing how sorry, I am sorry. Okay, Hagel. never mind. Yeah. Not about everything I just said. Colton <laughs> has been forget what I just said. Colton, he's been really good. I've I kid you not, I've never heard of this guy ever since like now. You scored and the uh, Stanley Cup winning goal last year. Yeah. Did he actually that was his claim to fame. Yes, he did. He scored the one nothing goal to seal the deal. Well, I ain't going to lie. When I saw Montreal make the final, I just refused to watch any game. <laughs> when they made the final, I just refused to watch any other game because that was just bad. I had a video but, uh, saved in my drafts of them getting swept, and I couldn't post it, obviously. But oh, yeah. oh. That would have been good. I, I want to see that now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe where they're out, you could do that. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Weigel, who's your guy, man? Who's your guy over on Tampa's side? So for me, it's definitely got to be Victor Hedman. And it's not that I didn't. Obviously, I knew Victor Hedman was a great defenseman. But I don't think I really appreciated it because I didn't really. Because I never really paid attention to Tampa's playoff runs. I don't I like. I don't really watch Tampa hockey. I know he's a great defenseman. He's a two-time Norris Trophy winner. But, like, the things he does on the ice, just like that, that goal he scored yesterday, that was a thing of beauty. Even though it put them up to nothing, that was a thing of beauty. And I wish the Leafs had a guy like that who could hammer it from the point the way that Victor Hedman does. 100%. I like that. I like that. All right, Dylan, what's up? I'm trying to go through the entire list in my head, but um, I'm not going to pick a notable guy. I would, I'm going to say Kalorn. Um, 
I just <laughs> noticed how much he loves getting underneath the skin of everybody. And it just yeah. it it just rubs me the wrong way. That means he's and, working. And he's yeah. I I heard him I heard him on Imagine them on the ice. I heard him on Spit and Chiglet, and he's not a bad guy. No. But seeing him out there on the ice is just like, man, can you just stop? That means it's working, dude. He's doing it. I know. Yeah, I, I, I would. I dude, would if he's me. if he's making you think, man, just think about what he's doing to the guys on the ice. Oh, man. oh I know. Oh. Great point, Tiv. All right, so I'm gonna go with a guy that obviously pisses us all off, and that is gonna be the one and the only Mister Patty Maroon. Um, no. For many of the reasons we just talked about about getting under your skin, but here's the thing: he doesn't play very much. But the fact that he doesn't play very much, but you talk about him a lot, means he's having a huge impact on the game when he is on the ice and doing his thing. So that, to me, tells me this guy really can bring it in the limited minutes he gets, and he's laying the body. Ross Colton was going to be my guy. This man over here taking all my picks. You know, Blackwell and Ross Colton. Jeez, man. Um, What can I say? Great minds think alike. There you you go. go. Yeah, no, I look at Patty Maroon and Corey Perry and just the way they can – they can kind of goon it up, but at the same time, they can dial it back. Um, I'm liking the fact, though, that the Leafs are kind of getting under his skin, too. And he's mm-hmm. starting to do a little dumb things, which is getting him tossed in the box. So as much as he's able to agitate, I think the Leafs are getting under the agitator's skin. I see producer Clark's hanging out in the uh, the TikTok chat, but he's not Clarky. here. Clark. Nice cork. Cork. Completely, completely corking it, man. I swear, I completely forgot that video was in my draft today, guys. I was going through my drafts, and I was like, holy shit, there's producer Clark. I got to post this. <laughs> do it. <laughs> All right, so tomorrow night, let's do it. Let's do a mini hashtag prediction season around the table. Tomorrow night's game, Pete the Heat, what is the final score for you? I'm going to go 3-2, buds, and it's going to go overtime. Matthews, oh, wow, OT wow. winner, because wow. that's how it's going to work, and it's going to be – an eruption of fans in the square, and we're going to be there, and I'm going to lose my voice. So, Are we all? It's yeah. it's, it's going to be a thing of beauty, guys. Just, just You heard heard it here first, the Pete the Heat, the guarantee. Pete the Heat guarantee. There you go. That's Take right. it to the bank. All right, D4, what's up? I'm going to say 4-3 OT. For the buds, four, three, oh, who scores? Who scores? That's a good one. I'm gonna go with the hometown boy, Michael Bunting. He's gonna right, he's gonna right. seal the deal for the Calder in that game. No, I don't think it matters wow. now. I know it doesn't, but <laughs> he's gonna book his ticket. All right, Mister To Sports Fan, final score tomorrow night. I think it's going to be a bit more high scoring. I'd have to go with a 5-4 regulation win. Okay. Or overtime. Okay. It's going to end in regulation. Like All these games have been high scoring, and I have a feeling this one's going to be just it's going to be just the same. All right. If not all even right, more right. than the other ones. All right, Chris Weigel, what is the score going to be and who scores? Oh, yeah. We didn't get the scores. Who's scoring for you, uh, T.O.? Game winner. Goal. Game winner. I'll give it to Brody. I have a feeling he's gonna get one. I have a feeling. I have a feeling he's gonna get one. I have a feeling he's gonna get one. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Mark my words. Yeah, it gave me goosebumps. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I love Pete that. Remembers I... what Pete remembers what me and him said yesterday after Tavares oh, scored. Who did I say was gonna score? Morgan Riley, baby. Morgan. Riley. Morgan Riley. Let's go. Okay, Chris Weigel, what is it? What is it? What is the score? Why do we need to believe it? Okay, so I'm going to go opposite to everyone else because I think that every game has been high score. I'm expecting to see a one nothing hockey game tomorrow. Wow. is going to score it in the third okay. period. No overtime. Regulation, David Camp, one nothing. Oh, I like it. Oh, and six. Sir. You, sir, are bold. Okay. All right, Sienna, what, what do you got after that spicy take right there? I think yeah, the heat she the heat set title. the bar high. Um, it can't be any spicier than that. 
Spicy P. Uh, I'm going to go with the 5-3 win for the boys in Canada. Who's scoring the winner? Score for number 88, William Nylander. Louis style. All right, all right. I do that every single – like I mimic <clears throat> I mimic the dude every single time he does that. Every single time. I love it. Just because you guys were running around talking about it, the Leafs take it for nothing. Just so you can twist the, the four back in there and say, Leafs <laughs> did it. With oh me. my god, James, I love it. Leafs with oh. the four. I love it, I love it. And it's going to go Austin Matthews, Morgan Riley, Jake Muzzin, Michael Bunting. I love it. Great. All the boys. Great picks. He had all four. Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. I was going to say. <laughs> Austin Matthews, baby. Hit him with the four. Hit him with the four. Hit him with the four in the man. No, I really, I really want to see something like that because you know what? That would be such a lovely spin for you guys. Obviously, That'd with the four cool. movement, you guys could all just easily do the videos with the four up and just be like, Leafs did it with four. Oh, yeah. Just, always just, do the, do the, just post to that video for that, that lady who was all upset. Just be like, hmm, what about four? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is awesome, guys. We have to do this throughout the playoffs. The response over Can we? Absolutely. This Can is fun. We? This was fun. So this we all amazing. get to chat all day long with one, one another, but everybody doesn't get to see it. This is uh, kind of, I don't know, peeling back the curtain, I guess, a six and a six, having some fun. Um, sadly, didn't get Myron in. We didn't get producer Clark, who oddly enough did jump in the TikTok live, but uh, little didn't, sus uh, didn't uh, didn't show up little. here. Uh, you know, I, I guess you know when you're a big timer, you got to stay off the little shows. So we'll see. Oh, 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 listen, oh, listen, I got I got to bring the heat for the sports wow, fans. Hit him with the D four, dance like the Weigel, and save it for everybody like Sienna. So. Let's wow. get it Quick stop before everyone goes. Yes. Edmonton can win tomorrow night without Darnell Nurse. No. 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 I, I, I think I they will. I think they will. I kept saying I, I think Edmonton's still taking it. Well, Guys, LA but... LA has he, been doing it without Doughty. That's so, I will tell you right now. Go look I at think my the, Who did I, I have Edmonton. You had I you had LA? LA. Oh, I picked I have LA in six, guys. I have LA in six. It's there you go. Me, yes. Okay, great minds do pick alike. I have Dallas beating Calgary. I think that'll happen. My no, bracket no, is destroyed. Big game tonight. I might go live for that game. I have Edmonton in six. That's not happening. Hold on. I actually want to see the scores right now real quick. The, this this Rangers-Penguins game is unbelievable right now. I have it on in the background. What's you guys should definitely turn that, that on. Game? It's just Skirkin. He's just going to carry them. Rangers. It was two nothing, and then like, it was these guys Rangers. scored three goals no. in like two minutes. They scored three unanswered, and yeah, really quick. Wow. Who's it? Who or, was it? Fox, man. Laffy Taffy, and Truba. Good for them. Laffy Taffy. I've never heard that. That's great. Never heard anyone call Lafreniere Laffy Taffy. Oh, I never heard Laffy Taffy. No, I've no, heard Laffy no. a lot. Just All right, ladies and gentlemen, this right Laffy. here, this is offside hockey talk, where hockey comes to talk. This is the six and the six. Part of them, anyways. Make Part sure you go follow them on each and every one of their social feeds. It's Sienna, Chris Weigel, Mr. To Sports Fan, D4, Bobby Boucher, and Pete. Bring me my margaritas, the heat, right there, guys. Thank Woo! you so much for swinging by. We'll see you throughout the playoffs. Let's go, yes, sir. Let's go. Six, six games, baby. Six, six.